1: God. God. From here on out This here is your anthem. You go chasing on nah. that Episode 94 You're now in tune to the Freshest 30 Minutes in podcast Land The God Chases Podcast Talking all things Christian hip hop Playing the hardest music And encouraging those who have a heart for ministry In ministry Entrepreneurs and kingdompreneurs This podcast is for you Go to iambrinson.com Sign up for the email list And get a copy of my new book 10 Things Every Christian Hip Hop Artist Should Know Make sure you follow me on social media God Chases on Instagram And iambrinson On Twitter. If this episode bless you, go to iTunes and leave a comment in the five star rating. Shout out to all my people in Buffalo, Denver, Anchorage, Pittsburgh, Mesa, Indianapolis, Atlanta, Wichita, Jacksonville, Greensboro, Albuquerque, Seattle, Tampa, Charlotte, St. Louis, Los Angeles, Kansas City, Toledo, New York, New York, Fresno, Oklahoma City, Anaheim, New Orleans, Washington, D.C., and everybody in Miami. And I want to give a shout out to all my friends abroad. Romania, Canada, Spain, Malawi, the UK, Brazil, Nigeria, Germany, Japan, China, Dubai, Turkey, France, and the Netherlands. We got a great show for you today and we want to give all of our prayers, send prayers, condolences to the families affected by the act of terrorism against the children of God in Sutherland, Texas. The mass murders that was going out there. We are praying for the saints, praying that God sends comfort to that small community and that all of the men and women of God will step up, assist the families. We pray they get the finances for all the burials, because there's so many and that town is a poverty stricken and the saints of God just need to stand up and just, we're just sending our prayers and love out to you. And Christian Hip Hop news. D1 drops his new single, I Don't Wanna Let You Down. You can check that music video out on his Vivo page. Surge dropped a new EP called Rookie Season Battle Rappers. The Saga, Loso, A-Ward, and Street Him forms a battle rap team. A stable called the Four Horsemen And if anybody knows anything about wrestling Wrestling bars You know about Ole Anderson, Arn Anderson Barry Windham, Terry Blanchard the Nature Boy Rick Flair Speaking of The Nature Boy Tonight There's a 30 for 30 That I'm super excited To see On ESPN About the life Of The Nature Boy Rick Flair This week Me and Oatmeal Will be performing In Williamsport, PA Antioch Baptist Church Is gonna be lit Oatmeal is ready I'm ready to hit him With some of that thorns And if you haven't Subscribed to the God Chaser Cinema page On YouTube Make sure you do so So you can see If you haven't seen already Let you know let me see if the love is real Go to YouTube Type in white gold Share it on all your social media Let me know that the love is is real now let me wait a minute i got i got a i got a movie review i seen thor ragnarok before i tell you what i give this movie let me just say go see it go see the movie pros and cons pros it's funny uh the hulk is in it thor this is the best thor i've seen since the first avengers that was a good thor marvel is is doing a good job pushing these movies out we're getting maybe two 3 Marvel movies a year Which is stupendous I love it Cons Oh man It's, it's I think since Disney Brought Marvel They put in more comedy In their movies Which You know I don't mind But you know Give us something like A Guardians of the Galaxy When you know You're gonna have Some funny stuff This one you just Never know Um, And it was just It's no serious moments It's just When a serious moment comes You get a laugh After that The fight scenes I wanted more action I wanted more action This is, it's the Hulk The Hulk is supposed to be all over the screen Smashing everything That's all I got to say about that Storyline, it was good So Thor Ragnarok from Branson gets a strong C plus B minus Strong C plus if you it to laugh, you're probably going to give it a B plus and it's going to get better than me. I wanted more action. I wanted more action, more action, more, more Thor, more everything, more, more hammer time. That's all I'm going to say. Hammer time. So Brinson gives it C plus, B minus. This week, I got a great interview with my homie Fidel, whose album The Brave 2 is coming out. And you know what? He's going to take up most of the show. So I want to not just get the music first. I want to get in the interview and break it up so he can have more. More time to uh, expose what the brave two is all about. You know what I'm saying? So you're gonna get blessed by this interview, you got chasing a knock.
0: Allow me to reintroduce my, myself.
1: This is God Chaser's Entertainment God Chaser's Entertainment bring that heat. Whoa! The heat just keeps coming. That's gospel mix two, too. If stealing,
0: stealing you still ain't feeling Christian hip hop, feel that right there. Right there. Let's go. You just a hater. with you
1: you've been drinking some of that hater, eh? Hater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You tuned in to the freshest 30 minutes in podcast, land the God Chases podcast in over a hundred countries. This week, I got an artist who they couldn't blackball. A dude that thinks, lives, and breathes this Christian hip-hop life. If any artists that need to see a model on how to do this ministry thing from ministry in business, you follow this artist. This guy dropped his first project in 08. And then after 08 jumped in that faith vehicle And God been taking him all around the world He been ghostwriting hits for some of your favorite artists And he ain't even talk about it Because he ain't got to brag about it He just do his thing So when I tell you this interview is going to bless Every independent artist listening Trust what I'm saying This week, Fidel is in the house What's up, homie? My man, what up? I appreciate that. appreciate that intro, man It's an
0: honor, you know what I'm saying? Pleasure to be here on your platform You're doing a great job congratulations on it bro so uh thanks for
1: having me you already know you already know man i'm gonna jump right into some stuff november 10th this week the brave two so let me let, let me go down this line i live vip Yep. club david yep. flaw yep hold on let me let me yep. throw the curveball growing pains mixtape okay Mhm mhm mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, yep, yeah 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 just, just to let you know it's real up in here growing pains mixtape yep. yeah brave 1 yeah. brave 2 set we seven in this piece you know what i'm saying what what yep. am i what am i missing i'm missing one well i did i did a members only mixtape members like, only mixtape okay like before flaw like it was like before
0: flaw i put out like like on Sound, when SoundCloud first came out like well, i don't know if it first came out when when i kind of got it to it Like twenty fourteen the end of twenty fourteen. Yep. I like I put
1: out members only mixtape. Yeah. So it, it makes sense to me because every year that was missing, you had a mixtape that year. Okay. Okay. I see you. I see I you. Something. Yeah, I yeah. see you. I see you. Yeah. We on project number eight, the brave two. Talk about brave two. What what is it about? What's what's the difference between the the brave one and brave two?
0: Brave two has more story. It, I probably like. When I make music, I get in the studio and I just go. I get beats and I go. And sometimes, at least the last two years, that's how it's been. And so, on this project, one of the things that, uh, it was just a timing, um, I end up writing songs that had stories in them. Songs that, when I say stories, I mean direct stories about me and kind of who I am and where I come from and and specific stories. Like, I have a song called Trap Kids on there, which is my favorite song. Normally, my favorite song is not the most popular song on my records, but Trap Kids, Um, is a record where I talk about growing up in the church in, in the trap, in that tension of living in that in that and living in that tension you know what I mean mm-hmm. and, and that was my it's my favorite song it's a very deep song to me and if you listen to it I'm telling real stories about real real things like the time when I beat up a junk you know what I mean beat up you know a junkie he was a crackhead you know what I mean I I had to I had to, had to that's the kind of environment I was living in you know what I mean he mm-hmm. tried to take something from me I was gonna let him slide and so we had to whoop him it wasn't just me it was um so I I talked about stuff like that and, then, and the reality is is in sunday i was in church because i was a, a father was a pastor i was a preacher's kid and so i kind of hit on that tension and on the on brave Two, and i felt like it was necessary because brave Two is all about you doing what you're supposed to do and being brave enough to do it that means it might make your it might your family might not like it yeah 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 you know you I mean your, your cousin might not like it. your best friend might not agree but you know you're supposed to do this you know things are wrong that maybe you were raised to believe they were right but you know they're wrong you gotta stand for those things mm. and ultimately we live in a time where we live in a time that even though there is tension toward the God toward you know just loving Jesus or she, you know what I mean or just doing different things you gotta be brave enough to do it and that's where the brave came from from the bottom when I started brave it came from me realizing I was in a place where I had to take some steps I when I released Flaw you mentioned Flaw, Flaw had Kate had an artist and KB at Social Club and it had uh, Derek Miner and it had Tim Halper from American Idol some of your listeners know I'm sure they know some of those names I had all them on my indie project that I put out by myself my own funds all that and and it was dope it was great but after that I was like I felt like it was time for me to give my fans me as much as I can that means Brave had no features Brave 2 had no features and so coming into Brave 2 right now it's nothing like Stepping out with a project, you got no, there ain't ain't no parachutes. You just like, here, this is me, rock with me. Find a song you love and rock with it. Ain't no, ain't no putting, you know what I mean, saying I got this person, that person. Ain't none of that. And I and I tell people, I tell people after flaw, that's just what I felt. And I felt like it was time for me to give the fans me and to live and die for who God made me to be.
1: Mm, boom. So we've been bumping a single from The Brave Two for the past month called The Drop Dance. Yeah. If I go back over your entire discography, you always have two to three bangers that cause a crowd to go into a frenzy. That's one of the things that If you if you wanted the people who work out like one of my homeboys in in uh, Las Vegas who always talking about I can't wait for that Fidel to come out my homeboy Lloyd in Las Vegas I know he'll listen on the podcast what up homie so two or three tracks you always gonna get something that if you in town you gonna shut down the show how do you come up with these types of songs
0: well I always make music I want to make so you know you have a song like Drop Dance like I wanted to make that. There's no guarantee I can make it, because a beat has to come and tell me to make that song. Like, I don't, I don't go in like, oh, I, I wanna make this type of song. I had no idea I was gonna make the song called Drop Dance, but when I got the beat from D-Hood, shout out to D-Hood, I got it, that wasn't the first thing I wrote, but I'm in the studio, like, every day, and I have a daughter, I have an eight-year-old daughter. And um, we'd be joking around with these dances. She'd be really into the dances and I go to shows and I like watching it. you know the, you know kids, like people are doing these dances to my music. So literally drop dance just came. like I, I couldn't tell you I'm gonna write another song like that. but drop dance came. it was fun. It was it was it was fun and easy to make in the most uh, it was easy to make but hard to create at the same time. Because mm. you make a song like that, it needs to be easy. It needs to flow. And if, if I'm going back trying to force it, it ain't it. So it was easy, but it was really creative because I can't say I can I can't, I can't. If we went in the studio, so I was like, man, I don't even know when I'm dropping. I'm like, man, I don't got one. And, reality, and also when I made it, I was like, man, I want to make a song to get everybody engaged. You know what I mean and, and that's what I saw like I've seen dancers with platform with, with huge Instagram platforms do the dance you know what I mean and, and just say hey I love this I've had I've had all that happen with drop dance and so it, I just was in Alaska and uh when I got there the the hold the on hold was on
1: hold on hold on like, hold on flex on him one more time where you was at again I'm sorry what you said
0: yeah <laughs> I'll I I just got back from Alaska, my first time in Alaska, bro. I flew all the way out there. That's a long flight, too. It's a long flight, bro. You know about that Alaska I about life? I know about it. Yeah, yeah. I went out there at this event, and um, and the first thing they was like drop dance. I can't wait till you drop dance. And so, you know, I pulled them on stage and let them do drop dance. And it blew me away because the song was such a natural grab. Like, it was like, it just naturally grabbed. And, and like I said, like, that's the only song on the record like that. Word. You know what I mean? I mean, even the feel is like that, the bounce. Cause that's what I do. But I don't have any more dance tracks because... It just happened to come to me.
1: So, dude, you you got your merch game is strong. Your merch game is strong. You got you got real authentic fans who've been following you for years. So, besides them being loyal, can you describe who or what a Fidel fan looks like? Like, who are these people?
0: Well that's a good question. My, my um, Fidel started with a slogan that said, "I." And the slogan, if you know Fidel, you know I have this slogan that says, "I will be." Which is short for I will be everything they say I could not be, and I will say one of the, a Fidel fan is is almost always somebody who feels like my music helps them to overcome something. Mm. It, it could be any it could be anything from living in a small town having big dreams, big city dreams. It could be somebody trying to make a football team it could be somebody trying to live for god in that area you know in the unchurched area trying to plant a church you know what i mean or it could be somebody going through something um at school getting bullied or somebody being depressed or those type the people who has who those who have real issues and know and they come to my music and they feel like i give them hope and, and directly when it comes to that type of stuff and that's where i write from though like my music my music encourages confidence, so it's like I want you to feel I, when you listen to my music. I, when you listen to my music, I want you to feel like you can do something that you really feel like you can't do. I want my music to make you feel like it's possible, and I want my music to make you feel like we serve a big God, and that's the reason it's possible. Like the intro to Brave Two. Is is uh, it actually features Judah Smith? He's the only other voice on my record. The first voice you hear on Brave Two is a pastor um, named Judah Smith out of Seattle, his church um, church home, and 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 he and it's talking about um, the sermon that inspired it. Inspired it was him just talking about being safe and how sometimes we're too concerned with being safe and safety and how God never promised safety. You know what I mean, and so I, 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 in that in the intro, you hear me talk about you hear me talk about we serve a really big God who does really big things, and uh, it's like why are you scared, like and it's it's that to kind of console people. Because we're in a time where people are making, have big dreams, and they're having to step out. And we're in a time where, you know, we just saw another church shooting. Mm-hmm. Like, people are scared. You know what I mean? The things are unstable. Like, our political system is unstable, and just things are unstable. So my music is, is fixed and that's in, in that spot in everybody's life. So people who know that, they rock with me. And I know and those are also the people who tell me I don't put out enough Um, original music. You know what I mean? And, and they, they, they get on me. That's one of the reasons the Braves came, is because I can put out more music like this.
1: With that being said, what is in your in your opinion? Give me sixty seconds to this. Your opinion of the climate of Christian rap right now.
0: Uh, Christian rap right now has no identity. Only thing Christian rap right now knows is what is a what what it's against. That's all I hear is I'm against this. I'm against like what, like Christian rappers aren't for anything. They're just against stuff. So whenever you're just against against stuff like that you have no identity because your identity is tied to something and your 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 identity is not independent of anything like when you're for something you're independent of you're independent of another person you're for this i'm for that we're just against stuff so uh, and we so for example right now race social injustice is a It's big, so like, oh, I'm trying to adjust. Well, you'll hear um, all these artists talk about, oh man, I'm against racism, but what are you for? So it's like, okay, you're against that. I'm a black man, I know, but what are you for? So what you hear in a lot of records is dudes saying, oh, these dudes are racist, all this. It's like, bruh, where's the Tupac? Brenda got a baby if you're for that. (laughs) How about you give, how about you take your music and not just be, oh, what I'm against, but talk, create a way to what you're for and make and build stuff around that. Because what happens is you just hear a lot of, because that, a lot of times that just ends up sounding like a bunch of bitter music, and the everyday consumer don't want to hear that. We're going through stuff, mm. so if you're gonna give them something, give them hope, in order to pull away from the the issue give them hope find other directions to 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 pull people out of these situations these situations of injustice and and race and political tension find other ways to help people through that instead of just saying what we're against and what if we're if we're for jesus we talk about jesus right we don't just talk about the people we don't just oh we all against jesus so we're going to talk about everybody who's against. No. We serve a big God, a gracious God, a merciful God. We can talk about him all day. He's a jealous God. We can go and talk about God, talk about Jesus, talk about the Bible. That's being for Jesus. We're for—that's when you're for something. Mm. And so, like, that's what I hear a lot in CHH is that we—like, we don't know what we're for we're just, we're just, we just, we've allowed society to make us just be against, against stuff. And you know what I mean? Like, Jesus was very clear, very clear to his people. And I think that that that's something that, for me, I just, I look around and I see there's no identity. We're, we went from, we went from somehow, somehow Jesus has become irrelevant in, in Christian rap because we don't feel like it's mainstream enough. Ooh, so it's wait. like now so it's become it's become irrelevant and to me that's really just a lack of creativity there's people who are finding who who, whoever they're looking up to in their life they don't feel like they respect that so they end up changing their identity they end up changing just to please somebody who might never even like them regardless to try to fit this little box over here and the reality is all these, all these artists that I see who are making these these cool abandon their identity to try to do—I guarantee all of them will be back. They'll either come back while, They'll be apologizing in a couple of years, right? Or they'll they'll fall. I'll they'll
1: fade fall away. I'll fade away
0: because you can't. Yeah, they'll fade away because the reality is is that you have to if you're going to be for something, be for something. You know what I mean? Don't just get lost and don't get lost in what you're against and then let other people deter you. Uh, and jump to other extremes because of what society is handing us right now.
1: Two more things for you. Two more. One. One controversial. Right. <laughs> it's a. It's a track on floating around the internet. It might be on your SoundCloud. It, it's somewhere called Trash Talk. Trash Talk, baby. Talk to me about it. What? what oh yeah. T- Tell, tell uh, me about tra- it, tell, trash tell talk me. dude. Give, give me the raw, give me the rawest form of what trash talk is about. Uh, tra- so you know, everybody got that one friend, yep,
0: who always be like. Everybody got that one friend that be like, "Hey, bro, I bet you this gonna happen, this gonna happen, this gonna happen." Everybody got that friend, be you like, know, and then after it would be like, "I told you. You remember that? I told you that was gonna happen." I'm that friend a lot of times. Right. So in December, I was talking to one of my friends and I told him, uh, we were talking about what's like next year. He was talking about like, the artist that he was looking forward to. And I told him, I said, and I just told him, I said, I bet you McCray is going to drop Church Close 3 on Martin Luther King Day. He was like, what? And I do this stuff all the time. Well, I'll like, be like, I bet you. I'll call out people's marketing plans and what they're probably going to try to do. And so I told him, I said, I bet you, Lecrae, I bet you Lecrae's going to drop Church Close 3 on Martin Luther King Day. And he was like, nah, probably. So instead of me, like, instead of me being the guy who, who just says that and nobody knows, I went and did this song called Trash Talk, which... That soul just came from me being in the studio. I went in and I said, and I have a line on there that said, You won't hear me on Church folks 3, but I promise that I really didn't your favorite MC. I said that on the record. And so, and I put it out on the exact day that Church folks 3 was dropping, and nobody knew Church Flows 3. Look, nobody told me it was dropping. Nobody called me. There was no rumors. Nothing, and I dropped it on the day that I thought he was going to drop close to Turf Three, which was that Thursday, uh, the beginning of the last year. I forgot which one, but I dropped it. If you go to Rapzilla, I dropped it on whatever day that I dropped it on that day in the morning. So now, mind you, nobody knows this. Like I, I don't have, like I'm not close in to retrackers or nothing. But I dropped it the day up and people. I got phone calls, text messages. People were like, how did he know? I know for a fact some people from the label reached out to people around me to contact me. I know for a fact. And, and so it was just one of them. That's really where it started from. It was me saying, I bet you this is going to happen. And I literally just did a song and did it. And this is the thing, is that fans, because when I put it out, a lot of fans caught on to it. They were like they. they so a lot of fans. Some people took it as oh, uh, was you like um, like some like people uh, fans that would hit me up on Twitter. They would be like, bro, how did you know? Like nobody knew. Like and they would tweet. They started tweeting like Fidel knew this was gonna drop and nobody else did. Not even people around them, And I even was sub tweeted by some artists that are his peers that were uh, were like kind of. Because I, I intentionally—like this was not like something. This was intentional. This was this was me um, doing something that was funny to me, and I just happened to be right. And so that's what happened. And it was one of them things where to this day I'm so proud of that moment for me because that was why I actually, instead of just being, I told you this was gonna happen, guy. I proved it, and I was right.
1: Man, that that is crazy. Dude, one thing I want I talk about you to a lot of independent Artists talk about you on the show I even made, if y'all go back a few Episodes, not a few, maybe like 20 Episodes back, you hear a whole Show about something I labeled The Fidel rule, something that I Talk about, so you're one of those guys Who I point artists to and say, hey You wanna see how to move correctly In this thing, you watch this guy, what is Something for indie artists I ask you this every time you're on the show, but I know you got something new for indie the artists what they should be doing in 2017 going into 2018
0: in 2017 going in 2018 I can just give you my opinion I, I, anybody who tells you they know what to do or not to do then don't believe them everything is just suggestions and opinion but one thing I'm going to tell you you got to manage your expectations the expectations of what success looked like 4 or 5 years ago is not what it's going to look like now hmm now whatever's in whatever like you have people like brenton um who've been independently doing this for years you have people like me who've been independently doing this for years for years i know for a fact that that, um i'm gonna speak for me right I, i i would assume this is you too but i'm gonna speak for me you become misunderstood and this is the one of the most frustrating things that I dealt with with my other rap rap people around me is nobody can relate to an artist like me who has invested his money solely into every project. Mm-hmm. I tore based on a, a market that we built and I can't even explain how we built it other than just do what's in front of you and stay consistent. And and so what, what I would say is now that things have changed, streaming has changed the music business forever. Like, everything's changed. You have the churches in it that's kind of going through transition and all that. So what happens if you're an indie artist right now, you have to adjust your expectations. You have to know what success looks like for you because it's not going to look like what maybe your favorite artist did three years ago going to look like. Like, I think more artists can have success in music, but it's going to be less. Like, you're, gonna, you're watching it right now. If you look around and look at artists you can tell they're they're, rec- they're still trying to push people um, to 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 their brand but the reality is, is that their brand isn't what it was 3 4 years ago because they have changed their content and the thing about it now is that when fans see you change it is almost impossible to get him back. Mm. Um, so if you're an artist, adjust your expectations. Be realistic because the money that was out there for artists years ago is not out there now. There was a time when you could go on TuneCore sell some records, make a few thousand, and put it back into a record. now streaming money comes slower, you know what I'm saying, and all of that. So you have to navigate through that, and you have to find a way to manage what's coming in and what's going out even more than you did years ago and on the spiritual side you need to know what you're passionate about what do you want to talk about this could take years to figure out years so like go down that go down that path but don't be too hard on yourself be careful with getting on Instagram and comparing yourself to other people Go in the studio and work out what you wanna talk about. It could take a long time, but do it and be okay with making mistakes. Um, Yeah, be okay with making mistakes. Stylistically, don't let people, I know for me, the whole melody rap that's come in, it's helped me a ton. Because years ago, somebody told me, I was in a studio with a guy who produces mainstream hits, and he told me, he told me I was recording one of my first songs ever, and I did a little melody in it. And he told me, he was like, bruh, you need to find how to do that on more your songs and I didn't after that this is a close friend of mine and now that music has kind of gave us the tools it's helped me a ton even though some of my peers are not they don't like that style of music I love but I but because I feel like I'm good at it I gotta keep doing that and so what happens is when you look in for your identity sometimes your style and what you do some of the people you care about might not care about that style but if you're good at it you gotta run in that lane because I'm telling you it's hard in life to find things that you're good at and most of the time when you're good at it you're uniquely good at it and it's awkward to some people but if you stick with it it's a gold mine so your identity be careful understanding your expectations and um take your time with with um take your time moving in this in this next era
1: the artist the man the minister november 10th even before november 10th i challenge everybody to hit google play to hit itunes go download this man project we ain't playing them streaming games go download it let them know that you heard him on the god Chasers podcast support every visual you see daddy on subscribe to his youtube channel hey the only thing i know i heard he got some fire t-shirts that's coming make sure you buy all of them you heard him here first before anybody else get them you god chasing the
0: Sauce with it, hit the folk, then I drop Dab left, dab right, then I drop Roly, 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 then I drop Sauce with it, sauce with it, then I drop Sauce with it, hit the folk, then I drop Dab left, dab right, then I drop